0: Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, we'll join Tony and Lorraine Giorgio with today's message. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. Teague's Grocery and Cafe, sponsors of Living with Victory.
1: Welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Cafe in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. I'm Tony Giorgio, co-host with my soulmate of 57 years, author, columnist, and co-founder of Living with Victory Ministries, Laureen Giorgio. Wow, all of that good stuff, huh? (laughs) Okay. And we are here, really, to bring you hope and encouragement through our life storms and many others, and how we learn to focus on God's promises to either climb the mountain, go around it, or through it with him. Not by yourself, but by his grace and mercy with us, we can accomplish anything. And today we're going to discuss a lot of that And now, here is my lovely wife, Laureen, author of Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises, with the topic of the day and the scriptures.
2: Hi, Laureen. Hi, and hello, everyone who's joining us today. We are so happy that you're here. What we are asking today— And this is from an old hymn that was written many years ago. I don't have the date it was written, but it was written by J. Lincoln Hall and Frank E. Giraffe. Does Jesus care? That's a question that we ask very often, because I would say most of our lives we're going through a problem. We feel that we're going through it alone. The first verse of the song says, Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song? When the burdens press and the care distress and the way grows weary and long. Do you feel as David felt back in the Psalms when he was fighting the Philistines and they seized him? He's asking God to be merciful and gracious to me. O oh God, for man would trample me or devour me all the day long. The adversary oppresses me. They lie wait for me, would swallow me up or trample me all day long. For they are many who fight against me, O oh Most High. What time I am afraid I will have confidence in and put my trust and reliance in you. So much meaning there, because when you are faced with the fear and not knowing what to do, you feel there's no answer, human answer there. You have to decide who you're going to put your trust and confidence in. And it's important that that decision is made quickly. If you don't make that decision quickly to trust in God, you get further and further away from him. And that gets into dangerous territory. He is saying, by the help of God, I will praise his word. On God I lean, I rely, and confidently put my trust. I will not fear what can man who is flesh do to me. You know, those are very powerful words. Try to think about what you're going through right now. How are your thoughts going? Are you more on the negative or on the positive side? Is the glass half full or is it half empty? <laughs> you know, and emotions, emotions are a dangerous thing because you can't trust them. They're so fickle. One day you're up, one day you're down. You know, it's like a seesaw. But when you're trusting in God, you're kind of status quo. You just keep going along in peace and you know he's in control and he's taking care of it. That is where David, when he starts to praise God, realizes that I know my Savior cares. I know he loves me. The cross proved that to me. Does he care? Now, this is uh, Psalms that I'm reading here, the full Psalm of 56. You might want to go back and read that whole Psalm. We won't have time to go through it. There's so many good things in here. Verse 9, he says, Then shall my enemies turn back in the day that I cry out. This I know, for God is for me. God is for you. Remember that. And we have to say that often enough and out loud, God is for me. He's not against me. He's not mad at me. God is for me. Then he goes on to say in verse 8, I'm going backwards a little bit. You number and record my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle Think of that. God collects our tears. He loves us so much that he collects our tears. And then he says to God, are they not in your book where your name is recorded? So think about that. Does Jesus care?
1: There's little things that happen in life also that you think God wouldn't really be bothered with this. When we moved From New York to Florida. On the way, we get a flat on the highway. I just couldn't change the tire because it was an old car and an old jacket with the kind of weight we had in the car. It was almost impossible. Hundreds of cars on that road passing us, thousand maybe. (laughs) And, uh, you know, everybody just went by. We started to pray and said, you know, Lord, we need some help here. Send us some help. Send us an angel. And he did. Along comes a biker. And he stops. And he says, got yourself a problem. I said, yeah. And he got down there, and he changed the tire. And we had to empty the trunk, I think, at the time with everything to get to the (laughs) spare But the angel was there to help us. And angels come in all forms. So don't look at something through your eyes. Always look through his eyes. You know, does Jesus care? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, he sure does. And he always shows up in time. He really does. I just want to go back to what David wrote in verses 12 and 13, your vows are upon me. And think of this as God talking to you. You know, think about your situation, look at it and be honest what the problem is and don't be afraid of it. But hear these words, your vows are upon me, O God. I will render praise to you and give you thank offerings, for you have delivered my life from death, yes, and my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life and of the living. When I first heard that I had breast cancer, the fear came. Yes, Yes. it did. It came, you know, like, oh dear, what do I do now? You know, how do I handle this? I went home and I thought about it and I started to pray. I have to say, I am so grateful that I know the Lord for who He is and that He never fails. Okay, now, He had two choices He could heal me here or He could heal me when I went home. Either way, I was going to be healed and I'm going to live. Right. Okay. So there, right there, you've got <laughs> assurance. Okay. But I decided that, well, I profess that I believe in God, that I believe in Jesus. Well, I'm going to put that into practice. I got back on my rock, yes. decided to get back on my rock, Jesus, and he provided me with a wonderful doctor, you know, you may have to go through. He may not heal you all at once. You may have to go through the experience. But he provides all around you. And he gave me a Dr. David Hetzel. And I just love that man, wherever he is. I hope he's hearing this message because He was so good to me and just brought me through the surgery and the total care. I did not have to have chemotherapy, but I did have to have 33 radiation treatments for seven and a half weeks. But seven and a half weeks, when you think of it, a lot of people thought that that was forever. It's not forever. Seven and a half weeks goes by as you get older, even quicker than you think. (laughs) So I went through that. And thank God today, God has healed me. But I have to say, as he helped me to go through, he had me in the palm of his hand. He had me in such a peace that he was holding me. I am so grateful to him for that because does Jesus care? Yes, he does. But we have to accept that caring. We have to acknowledge that caring so that it tells him, I know you love me. I know you care for me. And I'm just going to sit back and I'll do what I have to do because we all have to do our part. We don't get away with that part of it. And then he will do his part. Me,
1: I I was at the age, cataracts and all of that, having a problem. Went to the doctor, cataract surgery, fine, come out, not so fine. The right eye didn't heal like the left. Now, you have to picture this. We're sitting in the room with the doctor now going over the CT scan, and he says, you have a brain tumor. Now, what is your reaction to just hearing something like that? Imagine... I'm sitting there with a simple cataract surgery. There was a benign tumor on the brain. And again, I had to go through the radiation treatments. But it shook me to my core. I mean, between us, when we first started, the life just got drained out of us.
2: You have to look for the little things that come around and how things work out. God provides. Like I say, you may have to go through it, but even though you're going through it, he's there. You just have to look for him. Just keep him in the midst of whatever situation you have. In Matthew 14 14 through 16, Jesus was traveling by boat with the disciples, and when he went ashore, he saw a great throng of people. He had compassion pity and deep sympathy for them. So, yes, he cares, and he cured their sick. Yes. Yes. Does Jesus care? He cares if you're out of work. He cares if you've had a divorce. He cares if your children are not doing what they should do, that they should be back in his fold. He cares, But Satan tries to tell you nobody cares, including him. And that is such a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. The next verse says, does Jesus care when my way is dark? Are you feeling dark right now? Are you in a dark place? His heart is touched with my grief. He's touched with your grief. Give him your grief. When the days are weary and the long night dreary, I know my Savior cares. You have to repeat these things to you and talk to yourself and encourage yourself as David had to. In my
1: 80 years, in Laureen's, in her 70s, we've been there, done that, and we've experienced the joy of
2: Jesus. I just want to read another verse that will touch, I'm sure, a lot of you right now. Does Jesus care when I have tried and I have failed? We've all tried something and failed. You know, to resist some temptation strong, that we fail to resist the temptation. Yes. Okay? Satan would have you stay in that guilt. God wants you to be healed of that guilt. Yes. The long night dreary, I know my Savior cares. You know, when we are going through situations, I don't care what prompts it. We do all fail, but you can't live in that failure for the rest of your life. No, you can't. God has something for you. These situations just about kill us and overwhelm us to the point of death, really. That's basically the way you can feel. We will often ask this question, does Jesus care? Reading his word and talking with him, you will quickly understand how much he does care. But would you think to do this if you didn't have the problem? Our problems help us to appreciate how much he does care. The cross proved that. How many people throughout his time on earth did he heal? Or by simply walking by them, changed their lives? Yes. Sitting with them? Yes. And he sat with people that other people would not sit with. That, that's true. Right. And he ate right. with these people, and he yes. loved these people. You know, reading his word shows us how much he cares. Mm-hmm. We can feel Jesus near just by mentioning his name. There is great and wonderful power in his name. You know, just the name of Jesus lightens up your mood if you say it often enough, I just want to read the chorus of this song. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief when the days are weary and the long night dreary. I know my Saviour cares.
1: Failure is a prelude to success. We are sitting here out of the rubble. And if Jesus didn't care for us, we'd never be doing this because he trained us. If I look back to do exactly this without going to seminary, without going and getting a degree, we're giving you the expertise of life experience. Life experience is the best teacher, they say.
2: We're just here to tell you that you don't have to stay stuck in your situation. And if you give it to God, it is just absolutely amazing what he will do with it. I never believed I'd be on this microphone talking to you about this. But, you know, when people are hurting so much, we need to share what we learn. Love thy neighbor as thyself is the mantra that you
1: should have as a Christian or as a human being, a child of God. And if you don't, and you think that you're so bad that he has thrown you away, there's no such thing. You know why? Because his DNA is in you. His spirit is in you. You've got a little part of Him in you. All you have to do to a candle is light it. The candle's in there. Light it for a change, especially during this season. It's a mindset. And remember, Jesus is real. Satan is real. So's good and evil. But as long as you know you have good on your side, you have the Almighty. I am. Do you realize Jesus was there in the beginning of time? Before time, can you explain it? No, none of us can. But it's been documented. It's been written down through the centuries. So why go another way? It doesn't make any
2: sense. If you're in a situation right now where you feel like no matter what is going on in your life, you're going in the wrong direction, that you're stuck, remember God has a timing just give it to him. If you give it to him and you allow him to take control, his will, his way, his timing. We had no idea of what God had before us when we were in our situation with losing the store. We went through almost 10 years of ups, downs, ups, downs. We had no idea where we were going, but God showed us what our purpose on this earth is for. And when you find his purpose for your life, not that everything will go smoothly, but you will know and get to know the Jesus who died on the cross and his love for you. You will get to know that he will never leave you or forsake you, that he really does care about you, that he does take your tears and put them in a bottle and put them in the book near your name because that's how much he loves you. And this down here is temporary because when we get home, That's when we get our crowns.
1: When we say, does Jesus care? We know by the fact that things happened during the times that we had our toughest battles that were out of the human realm. It couldn't have happened. Man couldn't do it. We used to battle for families needing treatments because they didn't have insurance or or they didn't have the money for their children, you know? And we advocated. And one of the fiercest enemies we had was the CMS, okay? Children's Medical Services, okay? With Medicaid. And that woman, the head of the department and I used to go toe-to-toe on everything for years and years. We were up there through the the families that were there testifying at the Senate committees and all. She called me one day and she said, I want to let you know dig this, that my association that we belong to will back the bill. We are on board. She said, we may have had our differences, but she said, if my child was ill, you'd be the first person I'd come to. Could you imagine out of your enemy's mouth, okay?
2: But his word says, I will make your enemies be at peace with you. And
1: she was a big (laughs) part of that bill passing in Tallahassee. So that's how you know, does Jesus care? He sends it.
2: Look for it. Just one small story, and then we'll have to go. We were invited to a birthday party, and they held it in a bowling alley. Well, I am the worst bowler that you could find. I mean, usually that ball goes down the gutter. Anyway, it was my turn, and I threw the ball, and I got a split. Eight pins went down, and I got a split. One One. pin on one end, one pin on the other. And I stood there, and I said, you know, Lord, I know this isn't a big thing, but if you could, could you help me do this? (laughs) I was praying to myself, but God knew. I said, you know, it would be nice because I knew everybody was watching me do this. And I threw that ball. Don't I, was more surprised than any of them were because that right pin flew over to that left pin and they both went down.
1: And that's a very <laughs> said to God,
2: be the I said, I didn't do this. <laughs> I give God the credit. Something just came to me that if, Anyone out there has been in an accident or something, and you're needing therapy, don't be afraid to start it, because there will be an end. Yes. Because Tony goes for therapy, it's not easy, it is hard, it's not easy, but like I said, emotions are fickle. Just ask Jesus to help you, give you his grace to do it, and just keep moving forward.
1: It's hard sometimes and very frustrating, you know, and even if you're so depressed that you can't take it anymore, go see a good therapist, a Christian therapist. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It's help. They're there because the Lord has placed them here to help us. They're his tools. So don't ever discount that and feel somebody's going to say that you're off the wall. It's our help that he's giving us.
2: That question, does Jesus care? A resounding yes, he does care. So grab him by the hand and just move on with him. Right. You know, Laureen wrote the book, it's all about
1: our experiences and hers. If you want to pick it up, you can. It's on Amazon, Kindle. It's everywhere. And if you want, just go to our website at livingwithvictorync.org, and you can actually order it there if you want. It's a book about life experiences called Climbing Out of Your Despair with God's Promises, and it gives nothing but hope and encouragement. This is Tony and, and Laureen saying, Jesus, number one, is your umbrella, and Jesus does care, and you have a great blessed week.
3: Does Jesus care when my heart is pain to deeply fall?
0: You can become a living with victory ministries patron with a monthly donation of five dollars or more. Simply go to livingwithvictorync.org and look for the donate button. That's livingwithvictorync.org. Thanks for listening.